This book is bigger and greater than every other book. It is bigger and greater than all of the books of the world put together. Both the one from time before now, even the ones that are yet to be written and to be published, all of the formats of books, hard copy, soft copy, put them all together they are not bigger or greater than this particular book that I am referring to. Now, this book, the bigness and the greatness of the book is not in its size. It is in the content that it carries. This book does not just carry only letters. They carry life. The words that I speak to you, they are spirits and they are life. What am I talking about? I am talking about the Bible. And you know why I will recommend the Bible for you every day? It is because it has in it everything that you need for life and to live a godly life. Yeah, it gives you everything that pertains to life and godliness. So if you don't have one now, thank God for technology. We don't just have soft copies. We have art copies, we have it in every format, we even have it in audio. So you are not doing yourself any good actually if you don't take your time to go through it. The Bible says uh, in the book of Joshua 1.8 that this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate on it day and night and observe to do everything that is written therein. Then you will make your ways prosperous and you will have good success. Every good success that you need of for a life, even in your career, in your academics, in every aspect that you have chosen for yourself, everything has its roots and its foundation from the Bible. Now you see, there's a portion of this Bible that says that wisdom is profitable to direct. You see, you don't need many things actually to survive in life, but once you have wisdom on your side wisdom is actually key to living uh, and experiencing a wonderful life and you see wisdom is not something you buy or you acquire it is freely given by the father who is above the same bible says that if you lack wisdom ask of the father that gives freely 
it is on this note that i welcome you to morning meditations this wonderful tuesday morning the fourth day in the month of april 2023 my name is michael logbo the ambassador aka the ancestor and this is the livingstone outreach you can hear my voice this morning congratulations to you god in his infinite mercies has made it possible for you and i to be alive giving us another opportunity to live in the land of the living i told us before now that the gift of life is a gift that we can never buy all of the monies of the world put together can never buy the gift of life congratulations to you daily beloved brothers and sisters you are god's favorite you are god's delight this morning and he has given you another opportunity to life so be grateful and be thankful unto him glorify him reference him like i always say alarms don't wake people up or if you think that it was your alarm that woke you up you're wrong go it is the mercies and the grace of god that woke you and i up this morning so let us give thanks in all things give thanks unto him yes it has not become like it the big house you want to build is not yet in place the mighty mansion the wonderful cars and all that your bank accounts the figures there is looking like a radio frequency 94.1 but don't worry you have life right be grateful unto god my name is michael logba one more time and this is morning meditation the song you can hear on the background is buana sifiwe okay we thank god for that wonderful masterpiece and then uh, it is one of the songs that i love so much like tosin ademo agu said one day you will enter spirit in your podcast that you forget you wanted to say something and maybe you start singing or blasting in tongues uh-huh. it is one of the songs that uh, uh, takes me into that realm this morning so you're welcome that is on a lighter note anyway so we are still in the passion week uh yesterday on morning meditations we spoke about sunday the events that happened on sunday and on monday and then today is tuesday so we will be looking at the events that jesus had to pass through in the passion week and now it relates to us and our everyday living one other event on monday that i did not actually mention yesterday was the cleansing of the temple where jesus actually went into the temple to drive out the merchandiser uh, the traders and the businessmen that have turned the house of god which is supposed to be the house of prayer into a selling place you see if the purpose of a thing is not known then abuse is inevitable the house of god the temple is supposed to be the house of prayers but you know in that time uh you will need to offer sacrifices to atone for sins pigeons and spotless goats and all that uh so the merchandise the traders actually decided to help the worshipers instead of the worshipers coming to the market to buy all of these sacrificial animals they brought the sacrificial animals into the temple thereby defiling and distorting the order lineage of the temple 
Alright, so that is one of the events. But Jesus came and saw this and he drove it away. You see, there's something that we are going to discuss on the Livingstone Outreach, maybe on a later day. But let me just throw the hints here. Now, you see, um, in time past, if you want to atone for an offense committed unto God, you will need to go to the temple and look for a priest that will diagnose your level of sin and prescribe the type of sacrifice you go and bring. Maybe a small sin will require just a pigeon or a turtle dove, and maybe a grievous sin will require a spotless goat or a spotless cow or ram, as the case may be. Then when you go get the sacrifice, you bring it back to the priest who will offer it on the altar on your behalf. So what are the components here? You look at you look for a temple, the priest, the altar, and the sacrifice. But when Jesus Christ came, he abolished this law, and then he made all these four components in one. I beseech you, be, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body what a living sacrifice, which is only and acceptable unto God. This is your reasonable service. So, it means now, in this dispensation, you don't need turtle dove, you don't need the uh, pigeons you don't need goats and cow you don't even need a priest now you don't need a temple per se and you don't even need a altar you know why all of these four components are now in one that mystery is deep and we may not understand it fully well until the spirit of the living god gives you an understanding you are now the temple you are the priest you are the altar and you you are the sacrifice as well we will discuss that on another day where we will go deep i will go deep into that discussion with you so today is tuesday now on the passion week jesus foretells the betrayer of judas and the denier of peter Okay, yeah, now Jesus made them to understand that one of you will betray me and one of you will... Okay, he said one of you will betray me. He did not specifically mention anybody, but for Peter, he told him categorically clear because Peter was like, no... But you see, to me, eh, the one of the apostles that loved Jesus Christ more that I believe is Peter. Because Peter was ready to go anywhere with him. Peter was ready to die for to die with him but you see this fear gripped him that even when other disciples ran away for safety when jesus was ar arrested peter was following from afar peter was following from afar yes he denied it because it was god jesus actually told him that you will deny me three times before the cock crew and the same time it was fear that gripped him eh? but Peter followed. I must see the end of this thing. This thing. You know, when uh, they came to arrest Jesus, it was Peter that drew the sword. Ah, we die here. You are not taking our master and all that. And Jesus told him, put back your sword. Whoever live by the sword will die by the sword, you know, and stuff like that. So, on this day, now, Jesus actually foretold that one of you will betray me. Now, you see, one thing about prophecy is, oh, I don't know why morning meditations is taking this direction. You see one thing about this prophecy of um, Jesus being betrayed by a friend. Even before now, it has been prophesied that he will be betrayed by a friend. But you see one thing, the Bible never mentioned the name Judas. 
the bible never mentioned the name judas so it means that it could have been peter it could have been matthew it could have been bartholomew it could have been any other of the disciples but judas yielded himself to temptation and to you see you can follow jesus till infinity and you're you're not saved you can follow jesus till infinity and your heart is not circumcised that is the problem that peter and um, judas had uh-huh. so despite the fact that he was eating from the same table with the master he was he, he was he was not fully yielded to the master he was he has not he was not fully repented let me use that word so if he had not given in to the temptation and to the desire his selfish and hungry desires he wouldn't have actually been the one to fulfill that prophecy Mm? you see prophecies come whether good or bad they must be fulfilled by people so okay that is another discussion for another day so jesus actually foretold the betrayal of judas and the denial of peter now one thing about great men is i've said this before on the livingstone outreach and i'll keep saying it again at least to make you a better person uh do not wait for situations and circumstances to befall you before you start planning yes you see many of us we actually wait for when things get to go of our mercy that is when we now know oh, okay let me start planning um this you know there's a uh, uh wise saying by the doctors that uh prevention is better than cure many of us we are not uh, applying preventive measures to certain things in our life but when disaster now struck we are now looking for ways to come out of it and ways to cure ourselves you see it is better that you plan ahead there are certain uncertainties of life that must surely befall a man. It, we see when you start planning ahead that I am planning ahead against this. It's not that uh, you are actually wishing yourself evil or you are actually wishing yourself bad things. You are just being wise to know that um, situation and circumstances of life will actually rise up in the future so you do everything possible to start planning ahead and then start putting modalities in place see when you plan for something when it comes it will not take you on a ways yes when you adequately plan for an examination when the examination comes you are not afraid even without you seeing the questions you know that whatever questions are on that papers you have prepared a enough to be able to stand them but when you do not study at all or you never had the opportunity to study there's this fear that gripped you that even before the examination questions comes you have started fainting i went through a school and then there was one particular examination period uh, in the examination hall. We were waiting outside to come in and then some persons were already inside. Now while the examiner um, supervisor was sharing the, the question papers, and this lady, he got to this lady's turn and as soon as she was giving the question paper, even without looking at the questions, she fainted 
Yeah, she fainted. It was in my school, so I, I was not told. I was there. I saw it. We were among the people that have to start rushing now to health and student center, health center in the school to help resuscitate her back to life. But because she was in great fear, she was in great fear actually. And one of the things that fear can do to you is to make you lose focus on the fact that this thing is very, very easy. So, one of the things that um, you and I should now learn how to do part-time and season is to always plan for the future, always plan for uncertainty, so that when they hit you and they befall you, it will not be a great disaster on your part. It will not be that, um, it will not be that, um, it met you on a way but it should be that you are fully prepared and you are adequately prepared that's why insurance company will come and tell you come and insure your life oh um sometimes i used to have have issues with this life insurance okay if i insure my life now and it, it happens that okay insurance to me what i believe insurance was is that uh when I have a car and then I insure it, I start paying my insurance policy. If anything should happen to that car, then the insurance company should give me another one. That is what I used to think anyway. But now they say we should come and insure life. Uh, as funny as it is sounding to me, what if something now happened to me that now affects my life? Let's say something happened and I died. Um, will the insurance company give me back my life? <laughs> well i'm not saying that insurance policy is not good though in fact insurance policy is one of the ways to plan for uncertainties that may want to rise up in the future uh -huh. so if you have the opportunity to insure anything you have please go ahead and do i'm not saying you should not do insurance so do insurance insure your life insure your business insure everything that you want to insure but there is a blessed assurance and that blessed assurance is in christ who is the solid rock so dearly beloved brothers and sisters always have a plan for the future and when you are planning for the good times always plan for the bad times now jesus already knew that one of his friends though is going to betray him and another one that want to die for him that is doing gra gra now ah nothing can happen to our master anywhere you go i will go with you anything that happened to you will happen to me too and jesus told him <laughs> peter peter dearly beloved peter ah before the cock do kukuruku three times, now you go deny me. You know, that kind of thing. But even at that, Jesus already planned for the future. Okay, let's say, let's just assume that Jesus is just a normal human being like me and you and never knew the future. That is why when your friends and family members betray you, it, it, it throws you down. It's like a fatal blow to your face because you never anticipated or expected that somebody so close to you can actually betray you. But when you have it in mind that, ah, anybody can betray me, anybody can deny me, when it finally happens, it will not hit you hard because you already have a plan for it that you know that it can actually happen. So, 
Jesus was not moved. It is written that the Son of Man will go this way. That is what he said. But woe unto him that will bring forth this prophecy to pass. So Jesus was rest assured that I will be betrayed because my coming to planet Earth is to die for the sins of mankind. So dearly beloved, when you know that ah, it is written of Michael Ogbo, the ambassador, that he will go this way. Uh-huh. You start to kill uh, at um, between age uh, 21 and 23. I will be in uh, those states uh, schooling. Uh-huh. So I know that I am planning towards all that and stuff like that i want to believe that morning meditation have been a blessing to you and you understood perfectly well everything that this man is saying to you now the lord bless you and keep you because the size of our package for morning meditations this wonderful morning will not be more than this thank you very much for all of your time thank you for the wonderful time now i want to actually wish a belated birthday to one of our very own uh, of the livingstone outreach this brother has been a wonderful pillar from the very first time that we actually met uh, a wonderful and great brother um thank you very much for your time on sunday god bless you happy be- belated birthday to you the lord increase and enlarge your coast now to you dear little beloved listeners the lord bless you and keep you the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of Jesus, I declare upon you favor on your head, increase in your hands and speed to your feet. The lines are falling for you in pleasant places. You, you have a godly heritage. It is well with you. It is well with your soul. It is well with your going out. It is well with your coming in. I decree unto you, favor is on your head, increase in your hands, and speed to your feet. Today is going to be your best day. Thank you very much for wonderful brothers, family, and friends that have been sharing the link on their WhatsApp status constantly. Tosi Ademu Agun, Oladimeji Ajayi, Oduzera Bashiru, Jonina, Thank you very much for all of your time and your support. The Lord will continue to bless you. Do have a lovely and a wonderful today. As you go into today, go in this power, go in this might that I, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Shalom. Amen. 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 Amen.